Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast for Black Women Connects Vancouver. Girl, you know it. So I'm the founder of Black Women Connects Vancouver, which started in 2017. And Black Women Connects Vancouver is a collective of women who come to inspire, empower, and leverage our strengths and embrace our diverse experiences. It is a community where we can build meaningful relationships and celebrate the beauty of our Black womanhood. I hope that you enjoy it. everyone welcome back to another episode of girl you know it we are very excited to have you to be having this conversation today we are going to be talking about singleness and dating uh and before we get into that uh, i'm your host l i'm natasia and i'm balasa and we have a wonderful guest. She is a creator. She is an influencer. She is. <laughs> um, but I also know her as dear friend, um, Nisha. So Nisha, I'm going to get you to introduce yourself to the people. Amazing. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm Misha, aka, uh, I was going to say aka Maseka. I'm Misha, aka Lemba. Um, and I'm a multidisciplinary artist uh, based in Calgary, Alberta, actually. And yeah, I make things. I make things with my creative friends, and it's a grand old time. And I am a single woman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> take note, people. Take note. Yeah. Is there? Questions. Do men watch this? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I hope so for today's one. <laughs> Uh, we'll put we'll put your handle in it, you know. <laughs> Increase followers, ten thousand by the time wow. we take this out. Wow! You'll be busy. <laughs> wow! We were really excited to have this conversation. I think when we were planning it, we we're like, "Who should we get on?" I was like, "I want to talk to Misha." Like, Misha and I have lived together. We've been friends for a long time. We usually do catch ups, talking about dating and singleness. So it just seemed perfect. So. To start off, Misha, what do you think about the concept of singleness and dating? You know, the state of it, people's business about it, you know, navigating friendships with people who are in couplehoods, pointing at you too. Uh-oh. The shade. Uh-oh. You still my winglet, Elle. Even if I'm in a couple, it's still my winglet. I ride for you. Um, what do I think of the concept of singleness? Let's start there. Um, I think, oh man, there's so many things. I, like, I think sort of like from my perspective, my lens growing up the way that I did and sort of the culture and subculture I did, I think there was, singleness was always looked at like a season, right? It's just like, oh, you're going to be single until you're 21 and then you're going to meet your, you know, knight in shining armor and, and, and start your life. Your life is going to start after you are coupled, partnered. Um, so, but like, obviously now as an old woman, no, um, I'm not old. Um, uh, but like, sort of like now, obviously having lived through my twenties for the most part, single, um, I, I love it. I love, uh, yeah, I think, I think sort of the, um, what's the word? I love like getting to know myself the older I get and, 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 um, and um, sort of moving through the world um, at my own pace um, and uh, independently. And then, and reminding myself too, that it's like life, is gonna keep on going. It's not, oh, when I meet that person, my life's gonna start. It's like your life, your, your life started when you were pushed out of your mother and breathing. Do you know what I mean? So that was a bit of a tangent, but yeah, that's, I think the, fir the first, I mean, there's so many ways that I could go uh, with it. Um, but yeah, no, singleness, I, I, I love it. I think it's like a, a beautiful sort of journey and I champion it a lot. But then also I like, you know, growing with someone and choosing to sort of like partner with someone and, 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 and try and kind of like figure out life. That's also a very beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I, I think that 
we need to have more, we need to reframe the language around singleness a little bit. I, I completely agree. And you and I have actually had like a broader discussion with like other females about this a couple times. And I think it was situated in the like religious structure and like how to be single and not allow that um, trope of, um, you're not a person until you're, you're, you're half a person until you meet your other half. Or, you know, there's no point in making plans because once you meet the husband, that's when all your, all your dreams and all your plans are going to be like, and it's just going to be like what you create together. And it was really hard for me to like, let go of that, not only let go of that and, and go, okay, I'm okay, but let, let go of that and like thrive and not be like the embittered black single woman who's like dang I just want a man you know mm-hmm. like I think that was very frustrating I don't know Natasia Balasa what do you think I mean Natasia is a, a newly married woman <laughs> but but, but yeah you didn't you were okay with being single for life yeah it's true and I mean the thing is I think similar to you to kind of growing up in that kind of like Christian world of singleness and dating and like the, the books that were pushed on us, the Bible studies that were pushed on us, the conferences, the prepping of being a wife. It was like, it was ingrained in us. And as much as I never really saw myself in partnership, it was still sometimes that I'm like, is it wrong that I feel this way? Like they didn't give a balanced perspective. It was either this or this. Mm-hmm. And if you're yeah. single, serve the Lord. And it's like, Jesus is your husband. Like, first of all, where does that even come from? That's not normal. That is not normal. Like, can we please talk about that? And so it's just like, I think I would always get frustrated because I also felt that I never got accepted for feeling like I just want to be single. I want to pursue a career and not be a wife. And, and so for me, I always would get frustrated and people would judge me so hard for it. And then it's funny because all the people that did get married younger that I do know, like ended up actually getting divorced or separated and mm-hmm. had so many kids early on because they were, they bought into that narrative of you meet someone, you're married, your life is perfect. Ta-da, like now go live your lovey life. And it's not true because then you figure out y'all have trauma, y'all have baggage. <laughs> and what do we deal with that? And you grow and evolve all the time. Like even yeah. in the past year, like, like my husband and I, we've both evolved a lot. And that's like, that's also been a test. And I'm like, we haven't even got through like, I mean, a global pandemic is a lot, but like other things where we're like together having to work through it. I'm like, that is like already scary for me in some ways, but imagine when you're being 19 and 20, just being like, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and I will be here to champion singleness. I am ride or die. My story, I am single, take it to church. <laughs> Uh, I'm in a relationship now, but my single days, honey. Okay. So I was in a relationship. My first long-term relationship lasted eight years. And that was the first relationship that I was in. It was like fresh in university, you know, and I was like bought into the narrative. Like if I find it, if it's magical, you know, this is going to be the one I have to commit. I have to work my way towards making sure that this relationship works and we stay together. Okay. And then it didn't work out yet, but thank God, because God was like, honey, you're going to find yourself. When you said singleness is about finding yourself, that is exactly what it was for me. It's about finding who I was, what I wanted, what I didn't want. And then deciding if still as an independent person, I wanted to remain single or even in my independence, wanted to be in a relationship. So I feel like the independence part of it is not like, I don't need you. I don't want you to need somebody, want them, want them in your life. Like I want some of you. I want some of you. I want some of you too, you know, but I don't need nobody because I, I I have myself. So that that was just my singleness to sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I think that that like the point that you sort of made about like the clarity that you get, the clarity that you get, um, you know, sort of like as a, as a single person with what it is that you actually want and what you don't want, you know, sort of like the bottom line of it all, like, what are your bottom lines? And not saying that, again, that you can't learn that in a partnership. Um, maybe is that a little bit, well, actually, I wouldn't say that it's like mess, one is messier than the other. Um, but, uh, 
yeah, it's, it's cool to sort of, you know, within yourself and, and by yourself be like, okay, these are my bottom lines. These are the things that I'm, that I'm not going to do. Mm-hmm. These are the things that I am going to do. Okay. Yeah. I like that. What you said though, because I do feel like in your singleness, you're able to allow more grace for yourself when you fail yes. in a situation, when you are in a partnership, you can't really have that because there's a more of yourself in some ways you have to remove like you move your pride and what you feel should be right. But when you're single and you make a mistake, like, ooh, that was dumb, let me move on. And I've learned, you know what I mean? You're kind of, you're accountable to yourself, which is a good thing because like you said, it is, it's a time of learning and growing. And so I, that's one thing I really like about singleness too, is because as you kind of evolve and change and all these perspectives are changing, you're allowing yourself to go with that grace too, to be like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I think bring it back to like what you said, Natasha, about like, 19 20 year olds getting into these long-term relationships i'm coming from a very empirical scientific your brain is not formed until you are like 25 so you'd be making such a very a very large um decision and like this is my person for the rest of my life great people who will it's worked out for it's fantastic um but for individuals who are like i didn't know who i was like me in my big old age of 30 know that last year I was a hot mess and like I've been in a partnership yo it would not have been great I would have wasn't I mean last year wasn't everybody a hot mess but like but even if if we took the pandemic away which is a wild thought Mm. if we took the pandemic away I still think that I've grown in the past year and known who I was a little bit more Mm. I know my like my bottom line a little bit better and had more clarity and can communicate that. I don't think I would have been able to communicate that as well a year ago. Mm. And so I think that the, for me, the grace of like being in a like a more of an adulthood state and still being single and being like, I love it. Like I don't have to answer to anyone. Like I can just go out, hang out, have drinks, no problem. I'm not texting nobody like, yo, I'm gonna be home like now or like can I please stay out? No, like it's just me. <laughs> for permission. You just oh. make it sound so bloody extreme. Almost like when I asked to go out, like, I don't know oh no, I'm just yet. relegated to this person, just holding me hostage in my <laughs> own life. Like, can I please have money to go out with my girl? I mean, for some people, it is like that. And we've seen it with, you know, with some of the shows that we watch as well. We've seen where it's like, you know, that kind of ball and chain um, situation. But I think that that's 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 the other aspect for me of the independence. It's like to be you are already a full person, just like you said. Okay, we were already full coming out of the womb. Okay, forming in the womb, doing kickboxing. We were already out here. Right. Really full people. So I think that this idea of it's even with the what do they call them? Twin flames, your twin Mm -hmm. flame, your soulmate, like all of these types of ways of trying to, again, stick to the binary, bring people into this like this or that. And if you don't fall in either one of these, then you're not good enough. And I think that that is about time for it to end. And I think a lot of it has to do with what we, this generation, pass on to the next generation in terms of the things that we say, the way that we mold society and the social norms that we start to create around being single, like living your best life. Okay. Yeah. Not to mention, sorry, unless you want to move on. Not to mention, like, what I don't, what it is. I mean, you're you're so eloquent, which is great. Um, but uh, not to mention, I was just even thinking, obviously, like at the the intersection of like being a black woman and dating, and and how I think, I mean, you know, there's so many sort of like categories that we as black women are forced into in terms of like you're either the vixen or the mammy or the this or the that. And, and, and I do think that when you sort of think about all of the categories that we're sort of um, forced into as black women, I think it, it, there, there always seems to be some sort of connection to a, a man or, or a family unit, right? Like even sort of like being a vixen. Okay. But that's like through the male, Mm -hmm. through the male gaze and, and like, and, and, and like, Oh, black woman, you're you're something that's nurturing, and I think like I'm going on a bit of a rabbit trail, but like subconsciously being being raised sort of with that societal pressure of like these are the categories that you're in, and to get to that category, you need to be linked to someone else, or like oh, you're you're so nurturing, like you have this thing of mother motherhood, 
okay, well, how do we become mothers? It's science. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I think there's even just like a little bit of that. If, if, if it's like, okay, if this is what I'm expected to be or told to be or pulled to be all the time, then I need to be partnered or I need to have, I need to have some sort of connection to the family unit and unit. And, and um, yeah, I think that's sort of like something that in recent years, obviously I've been trying to be more aware of and, 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 and be like, okay, how can I not necessarily disconnect? Cause some of those are rooted in truth in an, um, in an unproblematic way. Um, but it's just like, yeah, how, how to separate yourself and sort of examine like, okay, what is it that I actually embody? Do you, do you know what, does that, did any of that make sense? <laughs> yes. And I think the reason why it, it hit home for me is because like I have said to people, I don't want kids. I can be, I can be unmarried and be single for the rest of my life and it's okay. And they are shocked. They're like, yeah. They're like, no, when you meet the right man, I'm like, okay, whoa. Like, why is it that like, it's me having to be dependent on my partner to be, you know, this person, this fully fledged person. It's like that, that trope of like, oh, but you're a black woman. So that means you're definitely going to be a mother. And it's funny because you were talking about those like categories and like, I don't know a lot of black women who actually fit into like those categories. Like, can you imagine? clearly like I don't actually know so I'm so confused as to why we are continuing in 2021 continuing these tropes and these stereotypes you know and I know it's socialization of like uh, what we consume in the media and that kind of thing and the shows that we watch and like you know Felicia you touched on like we need to be like shifting the narrative and shifting the language and that conversation so like, but like, how do we, how do we do that? I just feel like we know as black women individually, we'll keep you with our, our girlfriends about it, but like for all of like the problematic people, how do we get that message out? And like, be like, y'all stop putting that on me. Like, first of all, look at yourselves in the mirror. Like, I don't have time for that. But that's the problem is no one wants to look at themselves in the mirror. So it's, it's always put on us to be like, okay, if you don't fit into this category, find a way to fit in. It's not a you know, still be flexible, but they don't look at themselves and no one wants to look at themselves in the mirror because that means they have to fix the whole dating world. I mean, we never expected that dating would have been this way. I don't think anyone would have predicted we would have been swiping left or right to be like, yes or no. I don't think anyone would have sat there and be like, this is going to be the new age of dating. The fact that even meeting someone just in public is foreign now is it's so bizarre. Yeah. That it is it is very bizarre and very like but wait a second because you know how as much as humans want to pride themselves on being evolved in some ways like where it's like we are past superficialness let's say we weren't doing swipey swipey but but is is it not like the function or maybe the essence uh, the same in the way that it's like when you see someone you like you're gonna you know do you know what I mean like so obviously like because of the pandemic because of so many things technology the internet um we can now just be like like this person don't like this person but I mean if anything I think in in some ways like what social media or like the internet dating has done is really just like reveal how superficial you know we are really sometimes as humans where it's just like well when it comes down to it it's pretty telling like what this person wants at, at the at the other end of this exchange no it's true but also rejection I think it also shows our huge need for how we can handle rejection because yeah we can see people when we're walking and be like oh like did you see that guy he's really cute I mean yeah that could be considered superficial or it can be considered he's attractive but you are you approaching them but when it's on an app and you're behind a screen you can be like yes or no but would you have done that in person if they had approached you to be yes or no because the rejection aspect is so hard for us to deal with and that's a problem and both sides or whoever is in the dating world we just have a hard time taking rejection so it's easier to be behind a screen because you can be like okay but we still take it so hard if someone unmatches us or doesn't respond right like how many times do we sit there and be like I sent a message and he didn't respond right and oh. it's you just sit there in that like rejection and so it's kind of creating sometimes even worse because now we're, we don't even know how to revert back into just talking to people because they might reject us even more 
because yeah. they were rejected us in person or on the app. And I think for me, that's the biggest thing that dating on social media takes away is this engaging with each other and like the aspect of game and the aspect of like you know macking like well, I don't know if people call it macking it but like you know back home you know you get macked on and stuff like that and you'd have folks you know it might not necessarily be you know the deliberate swipey or whatever but if you're in a social setting like a party or whatever you do your swipeys a lot because all of them people be coming and going right and so this activity is or oh, maybe it's just me no, I'm kidding I was gonna say I'm like maybe it's just you I know I was like okay, I'm in the corner being like like, mm, let me just sit there. No, oh, this is back <laughs> in South Africa. This is not here. These people here don't know what they're doing. But this okay. is back in South Africa. People be coming and going, you know. And so, South African man. Mm, let's no. Let's not talk. <laughs> that's a whole another podcast on its own. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> we love our black men. Mm, South African man. I just. <laughs> I just don't want to let I was in South Africa in, in 2019 and I just I was like just don't make eye contact because like I don't want to like get swooped up you know what I they're mean they're coming for you they're like hey, how's it going and you say no to this and one here and the next one is like well it's my chance it's my chance everybody takes the chance but I really like that there's still, and I know obviously there's a whole lot of complexities about, you know, the social framework and when it becomes yes and no and consent and all of that stuff. But I think that when I experienced it, when I was back home, there was still this middle ground of like, you could say no, and you wouldn't be happy. You, you wouldn't have to be afraid of rejecting somebody to the point where you, you just give them your number or whatever the case is. Right. But there's also this idea of like getting worn down. Like somebody will ask you again and again and again until you get worn down. And so all of these little nuances I feel like when I'm on the swipe when I was on the swipey swipeys I didn't get that I didn't get like challenge I, I don't know I was just I don't know maybe I'm just really like talking to people and meeting them in person and like feeling their energy and I feel like this was very difficult that's why I went on so many days because I was like let's meet I can't yeah that's how I can't feeling. do this forever let's actually meet and let me smell you because it's a very big part of our engagement okay obsessed with smelling men i can't yeah no she really you're likes next to this person you look you're gonna smell them you're gonna sniff them if you wake up next to them you're gonna sniff them when they come close to hug you you smell them it's a big thing it's true you're absolutely right it really it is it, it is i, I concur uh, i'm not just walking up on people just like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> give me your essence that's not what i'm doing either i just want to be clear <laughs> yikes <laughs> um i and i i have been in the seat of like rejection and in the way that like there's also no closure i feel like people are not learning how to properly communicate i'm not feeling this let's talk about lack of closure it's just like like what i was saying like the nuances of learning how to engage and exchange and like communicate are are being minimized with the swipey swipey because people don't know how to go i just don't we're not feeling this like you're not feeling this great and we're just gonna walk away blessings Mm -hmm. on your life and we're gonna go but like no one knows how to do that so then that's why we're sitting there being like a little butthurt going like you could have just told me like it's all good i'm good you're good but just communicate that to me that's one thing also that i'm like dating now being single i'd rather just be like i'm okay i'm done i don't want to be on the apps yeah like sit through the lack of communication the wearing down of lack of communication and then like the anger when you like stop talking to a guy because it's fizzled out or whatever and then like what's going on with my guy like it wasn't that deep it just matched like two days ago like wow two days ago no it's true i think the the art of of ghosting has really just amped up in the last in the last little bit and yeah no the lack of closure it really is it's just a simple and it's and it's and it's like why should we be pleasantly surprised when a man literally communicates like that should that should be the bare minimum why is the bar Dante, Dante's seventh level of infirmary. yes it's not even so low it's like it's in the infirmary like, yeah. like it is in hell um is. but <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's one of those like literally the other day um 
I had like a I had a guy who literally just like clarified like he's like oh so do you want to see me again or or do we want to cordially part ways like that's literally what he texted me and I was like I'm good to cordially part ways and he was like yeah all the best and I was like wow that was nice (laughs) that was nice (laughs) you know I was like wow look at us look at us (laughs) you know like why yeah, I hate, I hate the fact that that's like a very like minimal thing. Like if we were business partners or work professionals, we just expect that kind of stuff. Yes. Mm. Anyway, I want to I want to jump on um, experiences in dating because Misha's got so much tea, and mm-hmm. I just jumped on the apps again. So <laughs> that's very exciting. I mean, it's sort of like my experience within the pandemic, like, or just in, gen- in general. I think we started talking about like being a black woman and dating and like, like yeah. being single and like those categories. What has your experience been actually as Misha dating? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I think uh, again, sort of being raised the way that I was raised, uh, you know, culturally Zambian and then on top of that in the subculture of like kind of modern Western Christianity purity culture. Right. So I think the way that I moved um, definitely my teens and like early twenties was very much like, I am holy. I am here holding out for my husband. Um, and which was, which in some ways, like I, I look back on uh, my upbringing and I'm so grateful in some ways for the fact that I dodged so much nonsense, nonsense, BS. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'm glad that I was in some ways, like, even though I've always been like boy crazy um, and a flirt, um, I was like, n- like, I was like, no, cause I am only going to date for marriage and was like very serious as like a tiny little baby child. So when it came to like the love department, um, yeah, but then things changed. Um, no, things, I still sort of moved the same way, but, um, uh, now kind of like being like, I'm going to. I'm going to just like, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm now going to take the pressure off of whatever it is that society has been telling me to be like, you need to be partnered. You need to be partnered. You need to be partnered. Your, your uterus is shriveling up. You need to be partnered, you know? Um, and, and, and kind of moving in a way where it's like, we're just going to go on and say, I want somebody's son to just wine and wine me. Yesterday I was wine and wine by a whole doctor. It was nice. It was nice. Yes. he picked me up in a jag- jaguar I was like this is yes, the life exactly. I should be living exactly. you know <laughs> exactly we had a great conversation um I'm but- sorry uh-uh, uh-uh. can't just fast forward past the situation okay tell us the story you're just like a doctor wind and dined a jaguar and then you're like so moving on don't take <laughs> for no no go back <laughs> to the date Go back to the day. Tell us the G. <laughs> Screaming. Okay, well. Um, yeah, no. So I've been sort of, okay, wait. Is he a little bit, a little bit of a lead up to to it. So when I sort of made the decision within myself, uh, this was probably like last summer that I was like, I'm gonna change. You know, I announced it to my sisters, I announced it to my friends. I was like, I am re-entering the streets. <laughs> and um, after like 10 years of like not, right? Um, it, it, in the beginning still, I was still functioning in a way where I'm like, I'm re-entering the streets and I'm gonna try to like not make it like so crazy, but, your girl went and caught feelings for like the first shiny guy um, that she, um, you know, sort of uh, dated. And that was a whole man. That was a man. Okay. Um, so that happens when you fall in love with an F boy, right? Like it's just, is a mess. It was an absolute mess. And then, um, and then sort of like cut to there was a bit of like a manic, like, oh my goodness, I just need to sort of like get whatever this experience was out of my system. And I'm just gonna like keep on, the way that I reacted was like, I'm just gonna keep on dating. And and it was interesting though, because like in that period after crazy McCrazy pants, um, I was, I learned so, I was learning so much about like, um, 
myself, obviously, I think it sounds, it sounds, you know, so obvious in some ways, but um, there were so many experiences where I was like, oh, actually, yeah, that was very problematic. This was very problematic. Oh, he did this well. You know, you just learn from tasting all the flavors in the, in the rainbow. But anyway, and then, and, and, and now I'm sort of in this, in, in a more kind of like equilibrium state where it's just like, okay, whatever, I am open um, and whatever happens sort of happens uh, with the men I meet. And I'm having fun, like hot girl summer in some ways. Um, but yeah, so, so they did the doctor. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it was it was really great. We we've just been chat chat chatting away, and he made it pretty quickly to being like we should meet. And I was like, thank God, I hate I hate this. Um, and yeah, and then he picked me up in his jag. He came to the door, opened the door for me. It was a whole thing. I was like, wow, what's feminism? I don't like it anymore. Um, yeah, it was really great. And then we we went to like this, um, you know, like cool, like vibey sort of like fancy lounge um, in downtown Calgary. The conversation was so great. Um, he, okay, <laughs> maybe this is where we can talk a little bit more about sort of like the intersection of race too, because I typically try not to date white men. I really not even try I just it's 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 an extreme sport I was telling one of my girlfriends I was literally like dating white men is an extreme sport um you just you don't know if you're going to die you don't know if you're going to die um <laughs> this one oh is your partner white is that yeah okay well shout out, to him. My shout out to him um but you know what I mean it's I my championship ex- belt it's just sitting <laughs> under the camera I can't see it but it's an extreme it, it it really is a bit of an extreme sport because you honestly never know you're just like are you secretly a kkk member are you going to kill me like what's going on or are you like unaware that of your like white male like there's all these things right so in a situation like that if i am ever out with a white man which is not often um i try and get a really uncomfortable comment out like out the way like off the bat to see how he reacts and I was like okay he's an ally he's an ally this is great this is amazing we love it he loves the blacks we love it um yeah 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 (laughs) what you sound like Trump the blacks yeah (laughs) he's down with the blacks in like not problematic way and there's also that thing of like the fetish right like are is this a fetish you're always kind of like there's so many things I'm rambling at this point but um to cut a rambly not very eventful story short it was lovely and I'm probably gonna see him again we'll see Okay. Let me know if you want some uh, some gym sessions. I'm screaming. Uh, we can train together. I'll host some workshops. A marathon. I'm just, I'm just joking, y'all. Do not come to me. I have. <laughs> do not come to me. <laughs> yes. No. It was. It was really. It was really nice to sort of be. And oh yeah. Sorry. Back to my actual point about everything that I was saying is that what I have experienced sort of dating at a more mature age, which is not anything, I'm 29, like, but please. Um, But but sort of re-entering in my late 20s, almost 30 is, there's just more, you're more grounded, right? Like the older that you are, it's just like, what, what, what would have been an insecurity five years ago is, is something that I've completely embraced about myself. What, what would have even the even like the 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 what's the word the like silence in a conversation you know 23 year old Misha would have been like ah! but now I'm like no we can we can have silence you know um and I'm a talker and I'm someone who it's not that I don't like silence but like I'm someone who would probably fill in the silence and um yeah there's just so many things that uh are just so much nicer the older I get and you know you you you're able to recognize disrespect quick and you can exit so you're gonna be sorry I don't have time for you and your higihaga boyhood nonsense right so uh, so stuff like that has been really really great and you know sometimes I am still a silly girl but for the most part 
<laughs> for the most part, it's been, my experience has been really, really great. Like, I mean, I've had some hilarious experiences where it's like, you know, guys are out here calling me bootylicious and I'm, and I said, for what, for why? Oh yes. And, um, and, uh, you know, one guy said that I look like Beyonce. I said, what, like, why are these comments? I don't understand. I don't understand where, at what, at what point, Beyonce is this color. Like Beyonce is literally the color of my shirt. Like, what are we doing? Um, so yeah, like, I, oh, yeah, okay. That's, I can go on. I can go on. There's so many. I really love that though. The nuances of being on dates, being single, being much like older as you grow as well. I find that, you know, obviously with experience comes a lot of wisdom as well. What would you say is like one of your biggest, um, I don't want to even call it a biggest mistake that you've made, whether it's about yourself or something that you've projected while you're kind of in this stubborn into the streets the streets are calling your name hey i'm going to the streets hey, the streets are calling your name. Hey, i'm going to the streets right so even exactly so even in that what is what is what is one mistake that you're still like okay this thing is one thing that i still want to like power through and work through and still like fix and work on even though it doesn't mean that you're broken please people when i say problems or things don't take it like you're broken which just these are just words don't make extremes yeah yeah I think honestly like in in the in the sort of big mistake at the beginning of me stepping back into the streets where there was a lot of I am a person because again of the way I was raised you know religious background culture all of these things I I am already a person who is extremely like once I attach I attach you know and I'm like I was raised to be a wife so, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, let's, let's get deep. Let's get comfortable. Let's hug souls. Um, and I think that that is something that I, I'm, I'm sort of teaching myself to be like, okay, like you, you need to, it's going to sound so cliche, but like protecting my heart, right. Protecting my heart and not, not jumping in too fast or not necessarily like giving, giving the things that are sacred and precious to me and I don't even I, and I don't even necessarily mean like physical or anything like you know part the parts of me that are reserved for myself that are reserved for my closest friends that are reserved for my family um I'm someone who's like very very open and I think that's something that I've with the help of even you know my therapist being like hey like always be checking in with like um yourself and like do you do you need to share that part of yourself right now we get it that you're a sharer but like does this person deserve that is this person privileged enough to like get that part of you so um and again like the, being in dating and sort of actively dating has been a great exercise in like you know learning my boundaries more and more and, and again sticking to my bottom lines um and yeah and then I would I would say another thing is I had it and I just completely lost it. Um, I think, yeah, I think that that's sort of been the, been the biggest one is like, keep, keep the gems that are, are sacred to myself until, you know, further notice. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that though, because I think so many times in like, even going back into the dating world, people are like, okay, now as you're exploring, like share every part of you, like get them to experience you. And it's like, it's true. Like there are still parts of you that you should protect. Like the more energy you keep giving to each person, you're going to feel depleted to the point where you do meet that person you want to give that to. And then you still, you'll get hesitant at that moment because yeah. you've just done it consistently. And so I think that that's true because I think I did that a lot too. I was like, like, learn all about me, like learn my traumas and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, by the time I actually have to talk to someone who I want to tell, it's like, I want to tell you about all this I'm over it like you know what I mean like but they have to know now because we've reached that level of intimacy that we need to share that part of us so I like that that's good yeah I mean that's that's a real gem I'm like sitting here quite not questioning but like evaluating the ways in which I'm approaching dating right now um I was like am I gonna share this so Plessa shared with me um the deets to a dating coach a while back oh and yeah and yes 
And so I decided I was going to meet. I wanted to see like what that looked like. And like, I, I didn't want to be that person who was doing the same thing and expecting different results. And like 10 years of online dating is not fun. It's very frustrating. So I was like, I'm just going to see what's, 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 the, what's up. So we met, she was great. Uh, she charges like, what did I say? It was like $5,000 or something crazy. Yeah. Like $6,000 USD. I was like, I- I'm so sorry. I cannot pay this much money for a USD for the possibility of, you know, no, I cannot. But in that like one hour consultation, it was really great because one big thing that I took away was I was so focused on the outcome that I was missing out on just the process of dating. Come on. Bars. Just like, you know, sitting there and going, I don't need to get attached all the time. I don't need to give myself fully all the time because I always used to think that like this one could be the one. So then like, I need to give all the things and like, then I'd be frustrated and then I get pissed and then my mental health would suffer. And then I would like rinse, repeat and it would just continue to go. So she was like, biggest thing that I usually tell people is focus on the process of dating, you know, not focusing on like the, the, you, there's a nice to have a goal, but you don't have to like get to like the, the wedding topper on the cake. You don't need to do that. Like that's not the point of dating. The point of dating is to get to know people, get to know yourself, get to know um, little tidbits. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna learn that. I'm gonna apply that to my next situationship, relationship, fling, whatever it is, you know? And I was like, oh, and she's like, the minute that you flip that narrative, it changes. And when I tell you it changed, yo, it changed. It was good. Like I was just like talking to guy. I wasn't like caring. I felt like I was embodying a white man when I was just like talking and you know, like, it's not good. Uh, good life. Good life to you. Goodbye. Unmatched. Like it was just like going like that because like I didn't have to think that this was the one or potential the one. And like, it's been so good because I've been like kind of holding back with like certain people. And like, I just need to know that like I can also just get to know you and that's fine. And that could be it. And that could be the whole relationship. And that's still a success. A hundred percent. And I think like one thing to like remember, right? Is like, especially as black women, we are always having to shift, adjust, be malleable, to be more palatable. And I think like one thing that I'm learning too is always asking myself first, do I like this person? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, how are they? And also being like, a, like you know, I grew up performing and, and, you know, I work in sort of the creative industry and, and that thing of like, always, always being like, okay, how can, how can I make an impression? And it's like, impress me. Yep. Impress me. Um, but, but really sort of, uh, you know, reminding ourselves that it's just like, this it is also this is gonna sound so like egotistical but like it is it is a it is a privilege you are privileged to be in my presence right now you know because there's only one of me existing in the world as myself and all of that that I embody so like you're welcome you know I think I think as black women we need to start moving a little bit more like that um because the streets yeah no but it's true and I think so many times especially as black women especially for online dating it is that thing of like how do I present myself well that someone will find me attractive or find me interesting I've never heard any other race say that never because all they have to do is just post a picture on the mountains with their dog and it's like they're cute dreaming not Kelsey on the mountain with but like you know be a foodie travel the world with your girlfriends on the beach you know but a black woman does it it's like does she party is she sleeping around? It's like, there isn't a balance for us. Like we can't be out here in our bathing suits being like free spirited because it's considered to be like you said, we're over-sexualized or you're the vixen or maybe she just likes to party all the time and travel. And it's like, like I'm just experiencing the world like every other race. Like, do you know what I mean? And so I, I understand what you're saying. Like, it's still gonna, it's reframing our mind frame too. Like, like you said, of like, it is a privilege to be in my presence. Like if you don't accept that, then just move along and someone else will. And I think that the more black women who start discovering that the dating game will change for you drastically because you start pushing whoever. And like you said, you get to be wind and dine. Period. And a doctor in a jaguar. No. No. 
Yeah. And plus and I yesterday, I was like, listen, if a man was like, I'm going to pick you up in my private jet and fly you to a different, I'm like, listen, I'm going, I will bring a friend. I will bring a friend. I'm not saying like I'm going by myself, but my friend and I are coming on your private jet to go to yes. Alaska. If it has to be Alaska, I will come on the private jet. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> and like, so we're like talking about it with Ellen. I was like, no, what if I don't know this man? And I was like, I am going on the jet. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm also going on the jet. Literally shots fired. Yeah, I was like, no, I need to know the man. Like, I, what if I, why? And then like, Jessica is like, like, what does he do for money that he's a private jet? I'm like, what are we questioning here? He's coming. Dad wants to take you. Take it. Take, take your it. blessings. Yes. <laughs> There's the Lord. You're busy in your room, Lord. Please help me. Yeah, There's the jet coming. The jet is coming to take you to the Lord's answers. You're busy playing here. Busy questioning. Yeah. I'm just saying, y'all. Everybody, act from your intuition. Trust your gut. Be yeah. safe. Okay. Bring Always. Be careful and pin your location. Exactly. <laughs> Can we also talk about though? Um, I don't, and I don't know if it's happened for 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 other folks, but when I was dating, and I think we kind of texted a little bit about this. Um, people thinking that your profile is a fake profile. Yes, a lot of men. And think it's a fake profile. profile. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's a fake profile. You just a bot, blah, blah, blah. I had that so many times. I was just like, because we're too beautiful. I don't understand because we're the, the blueprint. Is that why I'm confused? But I think so. Like, it's like, how can you be looking so good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, and it's not even looking so, it's looking so good. Well, like flawlessly and naturally and effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you posting this stuff? If you're posting and then, stuff, and then why are you single? What's wrong with you that you're this beautiful, this flawless, this effortless? Why are you still single? There's gonna be something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You're bot. You're mm-hmm. not human. God forbid that you're. But, but also you yourself, sir. Why are you single? It, that's why I never understood that question. We're all on here. <laughs> are you not single? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Have you come to fish for your wife? Like yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. No, that is that's very. A, a fake profile i've i've never gotten that i've sort of gotten but then again i ask i ask very forward questions within like the first like two minutes of meeting a person i'm like did i catfish um you know like i'm always trying to like disarm them with just like really awkward stuff to see if they can get uncomfortable um but uh yeah yeah I, to be honest that's kind of why people put like handles on their profiles so they can go I'm a real person like you can fact check me you can go do your investigative work I'm a real person do you know how well I've turned into an investigator I'm like you work in this I can go on your LinkedIn and figure it out like like I can just like beautiful <laughs> wow you know I'm not curious like that oh. I'm not curious like that because I re- upon meeting especially like it's like when you meet online and then you're obviously going to meet in person upon meeting i because i think sometimes i i know like sort of like as women we have the reputation of not not all of us but like it's just like because of again position in society all of these things can we can we choose to be manipulative sometimes yes because 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 it's like it's 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 like well we can't fight with our bot you know historically speaking biologically speaking it's like it's like well we, it's not strongest we'll survive okay let me try and like fight you so we we've learned you know to fight with our minds generally is what I'm, I'm saying and I think sort of like in that where where there's moments where that started to happen for me in dating where I'm just like I'm smart I can sort of like kind of put play a little bit of a mind I don't not so much anymore but like play a little bit of a mind game to like get the results I want um unlearning that has been great and and as a result of sort of like unlearning that I always want to be surprised therefore I never want to like like do a google do you know what I mean like where I'm like I'll put I'll put my location you know shout shout out to Janine's always always my friend Janine is always the one that I'm like my location and my sister's um whenever I'm sort of out and you know be safe um but it is one of those things where I'm just like yes like I I want I want to be present enough 
um, when I'm actually genuinely asking the question, getting to know you and being like, oh, I didn't know that you did that. As opposed to being like, I know everything. I know your entire resume. Tell me about yourself. And then you're like, ah, like, it's just like, that's, that, that in some ways is, it, it just, it, it feels dishonest to me anyway. And I'm like, I, I want to start, even if it's a casual thing from a place of honesty, um, always. I get that. I think I was the same. And then afterwards I will research to make sure that your yes. story collaborates. But in yes. the moment, I do want to be surprised. I want to get to know you genuinely because if say, for example, you're at a networking event or whatever, and you're in person, you're like, oh, cool. Like, this is what I'm interested in. You know what I mean? Like you get to know people, you become friends, you move along. Right. And then afterwards you research, you add them as a friend on whatever social platform. And then you're like, you know, so I like that. I mean, I just to clarify, I'm not like researching and then bringing this shit up. Like, I'm not that level. It's like private investigator. I'm not private investigator. I'm not throwing receipts. Y'all, that would be really, really great. Alice just like, so how many jobs did you have? Oh, you lied on LinkedIn then. LinkedIn or are you lying now? Because LinkedIn says you have never had a job, but you say that you're currently working. Tell the truth, Tell the truth, okay? Make it make oh sense. Speaking of telling the truth, the one thing that I, um, this is a bit of a tangent, but the one thing that I um, have sort of, so I just celebrated my birthday last week. And um, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, shameless. Gemini, gang, 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 gang. Um, but, um, but one thing that I've sort of like been wanting to carry with the intention into my next year is um, I'm, I, I'm almost positive it's Maya Angelou. It is a Maya Angelou quote, which is also in like the um, Coachella Beyonce documentary, which is tell the truth to yourself first. And like, I just, I just think, and like, and then sort of applying that to dating, I think it really sort of, um, weeds out any sort of again higihaga wahala stress you know um when it's just like if you are one being honest with yourself um I, I don't think you can necessarily like fault does that make sense yeah that makes sense yeah. it's true yeah i think we talk about it all the time unless you're true to yourself you're honest with yourself and how you approach singleness or dating or relationship you'll reach whatever you're trying to get your goal is because then it doesn't, the rejection doesn't feel so bad. You know, the, the approach doesn't feel so bad. All the things surrounding it, it's, it's true. And a lot of times people just don't want, like we talked about, you don't want to communicate because you're not being true to yourself. That means you have to actually allow yourself to be true to yourself yeah. when you communicate. But if you're true to yourself already, the communication's easy. You just be like, blah, 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 blah. And then that's it, you know? But if you're not true to yourself, you don't want to communicate those aspects of yourself yeah exactly you don't want to surprise yourself right yeah. like that's really wild then all of a sudden you're like oh let me look back all those red flags that i didn't see there you can see the red flags you're like dear diary we see yeah. them we're gonna ignore them yeah <laughs> but we're gonna write them down that's you know? literally I, my di i have diary entries like that where it's literally like these are the things that are red flags however yeah do i still like his face yes uh, <laughs> Oh, wait. Will I see him tomorrow? 100%. Like, <laughs> you know? When you're wearing rose colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. You're like, cool, let's just do it. Let's Come do on. It. A word. You know? <laughs> on that note, Misha, thank you so much for the conversation. It was so good to hear from you and your perspective. If there was one thing that you could you know, leave with uh, the listeners or even like tell past Misha or like, you know, like the young, the young and black girls who are like trying to come up and date, like, what would you tell them? What would I tell them? Um, this is, this is going to be a bit of a shameless plug, but also actually what I would tell them. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. It's not that deep and you're going to be okay. Um, but I also say that uh tongue in cheek in the way that uh everything is also everything is also uh, very deep and and always to just be checking in check in check in with your soul check in with your heart if things are not aligning with who it is that you are what brings you joy where peace is 
it's not that deep so move on you know um yeah that's what I would tell to my past self that is what I'm gonna keep on telling to myself now is that yeah it's not that deep wow beautiful words from a wise woman (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for having me you guys this was so fun it was joining. We'll be back to tell more of your tea. So, yes, about the doctor, Mr. Yeah, tell us about the doctor, the jaguar. Tell us how it was taking the jaguar for the weekend because you know they'd be out here just letting you do the wildest stuff. These folks, when you get in the championships, they'll just be like, the doors are open, do whatever. And then you're just like, you are wild, but sign me up. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all righty okay. am i taking off now Bye. Bye. Okay. wow i really enjoyed that conversation i always love talking to misha about stuff because she can go on and on about all of her experiences and just like yeah dating and being a black woman and the the situations that you get into so in terms of takeaway ladies what are your takeaways from our conversation my takeaway is to be honest with yourself I really like that and I think it needs repeating um and to be honest with yourself like if you even if you're not honest with anyone else just be honest with yourself even if you're ignoring the red flags just know that you're ignoring the red flags like there's no point in hiding it from yourself there's no point in you know trying to lie to yourself or do reverse psychology on yourself like at least be on your own side and that way you know even things like not getting the closure won't be so hard to 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 work through because you know you know that he is going to ghost you because he's a pretty person so yeah, I, that's exactly my takeaway too. And I think that was my biggest realization in single life is that being honest with myself, like what are my expectations? What do I actually value? All these things I had to evaluate for myself before I step into the dating scene. Otherwise I would end up in messy situations or situations I was like, wow, acts of self-awareness right there. So like, <laughs> there's so many things you do learn in like this single life, but the, the moment you do see that and you're gonna make mistakes and you just grow from it. You give yourself grace, move along, pout for a day if you need it, but step up again, you know, like you're valued, you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think those are really good points to remember for me. I think another thing was just the grounding in singleness and just like taking every day as like an opportunity to like, I love myself and like, what can I learn more about me and like what I can do to be a good friend and a good partner and a good person and then that will eventually inform how good and successful a relationship is if it comes along you know what I mean and not like fixate on it I think that that's another thing that I'm like yeah I gotta keep remembering that and also like if a man decides to offer me a private jet I gotta go on the private jet that's the thing I gotta do apparently so <laughs> oh you bring us by yourself we're not <laughs> saying like go travel you know like first of all we want the experience yes okay. but also you need safety bodyguards yeah. will protect you exactly you know taekwondo skills I know <laughs> but I have them in my head and if a man does offer that all you have to do is like okay but I get my own hotel no that's your man you know what I mean you True. find space where you still have your boundaries but fly the plane what's gonna happen on the plane like you know, not that I knew that that was gonna come up at some point in the- I know I was like I, was about that last night in my bed. like I literally laid there and I was like oh we're really not going this plane like I was like why would you take this plane <laughs> Oh wow, wow. The the shade and the aggression and the attack. But I still love y'all. Thank you so much for having my back and coming on that plane with me. Um, thank you for a wonderful conversation. Thanks everyone for listening. You can find us at girl.youknowit on Instagram. The episode will be on YouTube, on Spotify, on all the streaming apps. So make sure you take a listen. And if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes, why? For what? And for a woman for what? listen okay thank you so much have a great day thanks people bye
Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. It's always amazing to get an opportunity to chat with these lovely ladies. So if you're looking to follow us off of the podcast and you're looking to catch up with some of the content that we have, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and on YouTube, all at Black Women Connect Vancouver. And we also have a website for you at blackwomenconnectvancouver.com which is where you can sign up for our mailing list and our newsletter so you can keep updated with our growth and all of the other events that we have planned for you. Catch you later. Bye.